Okay, no, 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 no. Just try to Google DTNS. All right, everybody, welcome to the pen ultimate episode of Let's Talk About Thrones, in which we are talking about the ultimate ending of the long-running HBO series mm. Game of Thrones. Uh, welcome. I'm sorry. Congratulations, depending on where you stand on issues. <laughs> um, with us tonight, as always, we have Sir uh, Anthony of Where Now? Greater Winterfell. Oh, yeah, that's right. Or isn't it just now like the north? Well, well, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. All right. Okay, we have Lord Commander Richard of the recently defunct and now much larger Night's Watch. Welcome. Really? But I don't think anybody's home, so I'm feeling kind of lonely these days. <laughs> I mean, even the dog left. <laughs> um, and... Very special guest for our penultimate and yet ultimate episode, the Daily Tech News Show's The Internet's Darling, Sarah Lane, or as she is known on this show, Sarah Braun of the Blackwater <laughs> of High Garden. He's the master of coin. He has specific intent on how to spend it. Yeah. Welcome, no. Sarah. <laughs> Thank Welcome. you very much. I, uh, you know, I, 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 I love Braun. Uh, for reasons that cannot be described. In, oh, I know. You know <laughs> I know. In, 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 you know, in, in brevity's sake. But, uh, <laughs> but thank you. I'm really glad to be here. <laughs> All right. So let's get right to it. Uh, we're going to do a quick round the horn. Oh, yeah. I'm Jenny. Uh, Sir Jenny of weeping into a diary, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> I, I have thoughts. Um, uh, but anyway, at least I'm wearing a nice gold uniform. So uh, let's just do a really quick hit around the horn real fast. Uh, Sarah Lane, kick us off. Yay or nay on this finale? Do we Absolute feel... Absolute yay. All right. Absolute yay. All right. Absolute yay. You know, it's funny. I I I belong to <laughs> not one, but two uh, uh, Slack groups about this exact show. And, you know, so we're all like furiously typing to each other, you know, because we're all kind of watching at the same time. It was, you know, that 6 p.m. Pacific um, viewing last night. And, you know, like there were there were a couple of people who were like, I don't know, was this really what we expected? And I was like, I'm not sure the show could have ended any better. Honestly, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. like, okay, like it's going, you're going to be disappointed because you don't want the show to end. So many of us have like dedicated our lives on Sundays to the show for years and years. Like I get that, but like, how would you have wanted it to end? I was, I was quite, quite pleased. Excellent. Sir Anthony, yay or nay? I give it a thumbs up. All right. Uh, Sir Richard, yay or nay? Let me be the contrarian. <laughs> <laughs> Contraire away, mon frere. Loved lost, hated this. Loved lost? Why yeah. is lost getting has... brought into this? <laughs> well, because it's probably the most recently uh, debated season finale. Well, I, I think a lot of people actually found Breaking Bad... Uh, kind of controversial too. I didn't. I really liked it, but uh, I, this is just—I just felt like this didn't deliver. And we'll get into that when we start discussing the details. There were a couple scenes that just really touched me. The rest of it was kind of like, eh. It lived up to the rest of the rushed season. Hmm. All right. Well. I think there's no other way to do this chronologically, and here's how we're going to do wait, it. Wait, 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 oh. wait, wait. Oh. Pardon you, me. Yeah, we have you, a dissent. You, you keep forgetting about yourself, Jenny. Oh right. I, and I've been I, doing I know, a lot of I know that there's lately. been a few. <laughs> there's been a few episodes where you haven't shown up, but you're here, so you have to partake. That's, that's the rules. <laughs> right. Them's the rules. I can't just slide through on hosting. All right. Uh, okay. So I was a total yay on this episode. I think the damage that was done was done for me. Um, 
in the previous episode with the the heel Daenerys Targaryen heel turn on a dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this episode, for what its path dependency was, I thought was lovely, wonderful, and all my favorite people lived. And I'm totally okay with that because I'm a sap. <laughs> um, anyway, okay. So, Richard, you are going to be the, the maester of this episode. And you uh. are going to shout us out from the only person who took notes... Uh, where we start and where we go, and then uh, we will go around the horn. So where are we starting, Sir Richard? What is our first thing we see? We start with Tyrion, and of you kind of behind Tyrion, but he's actually accompanied by Jon and Davos as they survey the city in horror. Yeah, like oops. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, this whole scene to me seemed to just be, oh shit, just over and over and over again. This devastation, the the mistrust, the people being executed, uh, and then Sarah Lane, we hmm. get to uh, uh, a charming, innocent young woman, just on with three little dragon eggs, who has somehow turned into Darth Vader. You know what's, you know what's, it's funny, and, you know, they, they set the tone in the previous episode, but, but this final episode, you know, really sealed the deal. Queen of the Ashes, right? Everything is now ash. Her hair is even, uh, finally silver. In the, in the books, it was supposed to be, right? Mm -hmm. But she was always just kind of blonde. Mm -hmm. But like, I mean, she is evil now, or so we're supposed to think. You know, she, she has turned. She, mm-hmm. she, there, there is no coming back. You know, she is now a murderer. Yeah. Uh, I, and, um, you know, I, I'm team Drogon through and through. Drogon lost both his brothers real shitty. And, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very pro dragon in general. So, I mean, <laughs> so like, I don't even really like, it's not that I wanted to incinerate all of King's Landing, but the fact that that happened, I'm just like, you go, Drogon. <laughs> you got you know? the fire, you're buddy. A, you're a dragon. You're gonna kill a town. So, uh, so you know, I'm a little weird in that sense, but um, but yes, we we set the tone for uh, you know Daenerys to to be an antagonist. I thought that Tyrion was toast. For sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, to you know, to you know, it, it, you know, it, it, not not to uh, not you know, like all the people lining the streets of King's Landing. You mean, <laughs> right? Yeah, but yeah, different exactly. kind of toast. literally and figuratively. But but yeah. I, I really thought that I thought we were going to lose him. So I mm-hmm. was actually really glad that we didn't because he's yeah. one of my favorites. Um, but uh, there were some things in this episode that surprised me. Have to say. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll get to those in a second. Sir Anthony, talk to me about this long walk because I think they were um, they were trying set what is known in cinematography as tricky shit. Uh, so I don't know if you caught any of that or felt like I mean, there's one shot coming up that we're all going to discuss, but uh, I wonder what you took away from Tyrion's walk of shame. Um, so I I really thought. As a viewer, I didn't need this stage set anymore. And for a second there, I was wondering why they wanted to set set it deeper into this. But having uh, John Davos and Tyrion walk the streets together and then split off, it just kind of showed that, you know, this, this path that everyone's walking their own path through this and, and they kind of have to find their own way through this destruction, not just the city, but the storyline. Um and it, it kind of cemented that for me. And as I was watching, as Tyrion split off and did, you know went and searched for for um, uh, Jamie, really, and that whole thing there, it just it it felt like this calm before another storm. It felt like I was being set up for something, and of course I was. Yeah, um, Sir Richard. Uh, Tyrion finds uh, his, the remains of his brother and sister in a bunch of rubble. Has a little bit of a breakdown. Uh, uh, so they're dead. There's going to yeah. be none of this nonsense. Surprise, they're dead. Yeah. Gets He gets yet another goodbye that wasn't necessary because he already said what I think was probably the best goodbye 
ever in this series. Mm. And now he has to mourn him and his sister. So that's what we get here. We probably get a little bit of him seeing both of them together and being conflicted about hating his sister, but she is dead and that's horrible. And if only they had stood like, I don't know, maybe five meters to the side, they would have been fine. Like, yeah. like they were just in the wrong place and they They're ended up with, looking I don't at know, each other. like 10 or 20 bricks on top of them as a result. Nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just us. Not just even us. the falling bricks. Let's die. Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it was a touching scene, but I felt, I, I felt like it was unnecessary, quite frankly. There are more goodbyes. You're talking about their death, or you're talking about no, 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 about him finding them. Oh well, I don't know about that. I mean, you know, Tyrion. We know enough about him to know that he was he was always, you know, ostracized. Father hated him. Mother died in childbirth. Cersei hated him. Jamie was. More or less nice to him, but I mean, yep. he had a really shitty life when you talk about his family, and right. yet that's all he had. You know, those those that was his family, and they're dead. I I I found it kind of touching. Well, and that I think is the only redeeming point here is that they are the last connection that he has because yeah. he doesn't really have anyone else. He's clearly going to be ostracized by. Daenerys at best and he yeah. you know his relationship with John is is not really anything that's all that personal or important to him so <laughs> and he just gave up his best friend to be fried yeah Oops. yeah 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 so he has nothing left and so that that I think is the only thing that kind of makes this worthwhile for me but well, i just felt I thought like he was i thought he was like for sure gonna die because it's like <laughs> i mean you yep. like you betrayed your queen i mean you actually deserved to die the way that varus also deserved to die i mean yeah i wasn't happy about varus dying but he deserved it he was yeah. trying nope. to poison her yeah i i agree i you know the the thing that i th- this sequence you talk about everybody going in their different directions the the path that I liked the most was what John observed because I felt like this was horrific. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. I'm there to save everybody. Um, so, okay. So the blight walkers, as they are now known, make their way up the steps uh, towards uh, the, uh, through the unsullied past the Dothraki um, and up the stairs, and who should emerge but a lady with wings? And let's <laughs> it's, just it's take a moment. It's the best thing I've ever seen in cinema. I'm best not even kidding. Thing. Like, I mean, anything I know with a dragon. I'm was, all about it. Anything with like, a dragon. But that in particular, I was like, <gasps> like I was yeah. like, I was like, my breath was taken away, and I had to rewind it like 400 times. Yeah, <laughs> it was showy as hell, but it was worth it. Because, mm-hmm. it, you know, uh, the, the best line came from uh, Diana Rigg, uh, Tyrell, Olena Tyrell. You know, she said, be a dragon. And literally, this is the shot that you got of that moment. <laughs> so then <laughs> Danny goes out and gives what I like to call the Admiral Hux speech right before they go and <laughs> blow shit up. Um, in which she gives all of her justification in, a, obviously there is nobody from King's Landing present. Like even the meme that showed her talking to like three people that were left, mm-mm, inaccurate. It was all her own people. And she was basically, let's go murder the rest of the world. This was fun. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Grey then, Worm is, is real like, yeah, a little Grey sus Worm is at this over, point too. Yeah. Yeah. Grey Worm's jaw. I've never seen a jaw clench more. <laughs> just ever. Like, he had the perfect clenching jaw. The rage that was flowing inside that character was so... I thought it was like... Grey Worm as just, like, mercilessly angry. It was the best turn, I thought, his character... And, you know, he he has a point. Yeah. He has a yeah. point. Yeah. Had, had, a, had a pretty shitty life, and the only woman he ever loved didn't end well. No, so didn't end well. You know, he's he's mad. Yeah. So, Sir Richard, guide us through what happens next. Yeah. So we basically end up with her saying to everybody, kind of revealing her 
desire to rule the world to fr- I'm sorry I'm sorry sorry to free the world that's what I meant to free the world <laughs> it's easily confused yeah I know I know I, I, I got messed up there and names Grey Worm the queen's master of war because you need that if you're going to free the world right you need to have someone who's in charge of the war the war is not over we are going to break the wheel. Somebody needs to help me out. What the hell oh, does that mean? She starts naming all the cities she's going to punish, including yeah, yeah, yeah. one Winterfell. Right. Yeah. And that is, what? you know, she's speaking in this foreign language, but everybody's basically like, I heard that name. <laughs> so, yeah. Anthony, uh, what what did you take away? I mean, we're, we've got to, like, move it on along to the key scene here. But uh, I, I think this was a notable moment, right? Like... Tyrion, I think we uh, entirely... Oh, so Tyrion comes up, right? And he stands next to her, and she's basically like, see ya, buddy. You you freed your brother, you defied me, and he's like, yeah, but you burned an entire city. He takes his, his hand pin off, throws it down the stairs, which I thought was great. Yep. Um, and then she orders the people to take him away. I thought he, would, he was going to be a Drogon morsel at that mm-hmm. second. Uh, the mm-hmm. fact that he survives at all was was blowing my mind. And but he's Tyrion; he always survives. <laughs> That's because he's such a small target. Um, now, now, <laughs> oh, Anthony, Anthony, cheap shot. Um, but okay, and also, so, can we just say for the yeah. record, like the costumes were amazing mm-hmm. yeah. in this episode. Like, everybody has never looked better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're all wearing chainmail. Yeah. Chainmail is the the look uh, it's so good you know there's no room for flowy pretties anymore no True. no no yeah i um, like danny and white so, i'm just saying i liked her right. in her in her deep ash gray yeah <laughs> deep yeah, ash exactly. gray was a great right. jedi of it all to mix right. shows okay so then we have and for correct me if i'm wrong Tyrion is in jail it's a nice jail they she at least put her in a nice jail and um, uh, John comes in, and they have what I would describe as a stellar discussion. They come to Jesus moment. Yes, literally with Jesus of the resurrected Jon Snow. Um, and uh, talk to me, talk me through this scene because it was really quite spectacular. And again, a little bit of re- there is a lot of repeated information in this episode, which I think is normally unforgivable. But, um, you know, just to see Peter Dinklage have this monologue was really spectacular. Sarah, what did you take away from this? Um, I I mean, I am a huge Tyrion fan. Tyrion, you know, it, he, he doesn't only deliver the best one-liners of the entire show, but he's... He's the smart person in the show. Right. He, he doesn't always make the best decisions. And we've seen that, you know. In, in fact, he doesn't really know how to, you know, uh, um, sort of uh, uh, conquer anything. But he is smart. <laughs> and he is a, he's a good man. And he has been, uh, he, he has been, he's been dealt a really bad hand. Uh, over and over, and and yet he 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 wants very badly to 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 do the right thing, and I think that you know at this point in the show you realize that he knows Danny's got to go. Yeah, she's got to go. You know, yeah. like you know he and 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 it really breaks his heart. But but he it's it's it he it, it this is not his queen. Yeah. And I want to expand on that a little bit. When you say it breaks his heart, he reveals his love for her in this scene, yeah. which has been suspected since the ship of John. Yeah. Never really discussed that much. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah. It, yeah. In fact, it was sort of, you know, there was, you know, some of the other podcasts that I listened to about the show were like, oh, I thought it was going to be like a Tyrion Danny love affair type thing. Like he was obviously so in love with her. Like, nah, that was never going to happen. But but they did want to set it up as him really loving and respecting her. So and, the fact that now he's like, uh-oh, nuh-uh, this isn't happening. Right. This isn't working out the way that I thought it was is very poignant. Yeah, and he more or less admits that he, too, 
like John, and this is the point he's making to John, was blinded by that love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yes. And, and, and so, John com- comes in with the line of um, uh, love kills duty. And Tyrion, I know, and he Tyrion, turns it around yeah. and says, duty kills love. Yeah, sometimes duty and, kills is the death of love. Yeah, and that literally was what you could call the next scene. So after Jon <laughs> Snow does a little uh, appropriate amount of hair swooshing and, and, and <laughs> nose wrinkling and distance staring, uh, unless I'm missing an in-betweener scener. Uh, nope. Except for Drogon basically kind of oh. acting as the bouncer at oh. Danny's door. Yeah. Well, I be- love that shot of the reveal. Like, they yep. keep finding great new ways to reveal this dragon in the last yep. couple of episodes, and him being covered by ash or snow or whatever the internet is going to debate yep. for 17 months. It was um, ash. Was really spectacular, just shaking it off, giving John a long ass look, like a long look, yep. and then letting him by. And Grey Worm, who, by the way, nowhere in sight, which is really a atypical. But he's like, "Hey, her dragon is there. This should be fine." Yep. Um, now, now, John does have a little moment with Arya before he goes yes, to see. Thank Danny, you. Uh, in which Arya basically reinforces everything that Tyrion just told John. You know, yeah, and the, before and, actually, and that's before the scene with Tyrion. Okay. So he's getting it from all sides, right? right? Everybody's telling him she's bad. You gotta know she's bad. This is she needs to be removed. Yeah, and that's how Tyrion anchors his talk. Is that well? You heard what she said. What about your sisters? If if Danny's going to conquer the world, what about those that don't make that aren't willing to to follow her? Yeah, right. And and I think that is. His way of trying to get to John, where he's realizing John is not worried about himself. Yeah, it never has okay, been. Fine, maybe you're not worried about yourself. What about your family? Yep. Your family so, yeah, I mean, is also I mean, John has been. John already died. Yeah. Like John doesn't really want to be alive. You know, like let's be honest. Like he's just like, oh, this is the worst. But he cares about his family and his family being the Starks. I'm not even supposed to be here today. (laughs) I died already. Come on. So, okay. So (laughs) this uh, very iconic scene is repeated before we get to the part where John is involved. Where remember when Daenerys was in the house of the Undying or wherever she was, and she Mm -hmm. had that mystical moment. She saw herself walking through the throne room. There's it's all open and there's ash. Well, this is the scene where it actually happens and it follows it pretty closely shot for shot, except then this time, instead of like being snapped out into the next weird moment, uh, it happens. She touches a palm, a hilt, a hilt, not a pommel, uh, of a sword on the throne. And this is the moment that has culminated and she has earned her throne. Uh, and then, someone else enters the room so this was for me i was looking at the at the clock and i was like wait this is way early this seems way early something so you thought this was gonna happen but just later in the episode well i between after talking to richard last week and before recording ritual misery this last week i had kind of an epiphany that that uh, John would be the one to handle Danny, and that he would actually see Arya and Ar- between Arya and Tyrion, they would convince John to handle Danny the way that he handles her. I didn't have any clue about anything else, so I thought that'd be the end, you know. And here it is, we're twenty minutes into the episode, and she's at the throne, and here comes John. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they have an emotional moment, and John really tries to make his case. And she's really like just glowing, glowing with imperialistic, uh, queenly, <laughs> matricidal insanity. Oh my God. And she's telling these stories of when she was a child. Before and she it was so delightful. And they imagine it. I mean, and, and he is just tortured right now. Yeah. Tortured. Just trying to plead with her. To do the right thing. Yeah. And, and it comes down to just one choice. He wants to know what happens to the people that don't choose to follow you. And she says, there is no choice. 
mm-hmm. which means Sansa will not be given the chance to rule the North. So, th- and again, it goes back to you know, John loves her, is her nephew, but actually, it, his loyalty lies elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so yeah, so they have one last passionate embrace and then stab a Rooney. I would imagine if not through the heart, then through some other vital organs. But, you know, uh, for a guy who was stabbed in the heart to stab, uh, the love of his life, the second one, uh, in the heart and then betray her and become a queen slayer in the same place that Jamie Lannister did it. Right. There's like a lot of stuff going on and swirling oh, around yeah. in here. Yeah. Had to have hit a lung since it went, you know, she's bleeding through her mouth nose and, and nose. And, yeah. 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 I was like, yeah. hmm, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I so did not expect this. This took me by like complete same. surprise. When they kissed, I was like, oh, he's done for. Yeah. Because it seemed so romantic. And then yeah. her yep. the twist. I thought, if anything, I thought she was going to kill him. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it was in in the works. She just had to figure out how to do it without alienating, you know, everyone. Um, <laughs> so then Sarah Lane, dog owner. Yeah. I would like you to talk me through. I know, I know through. where we're going. I know where yep. we're going with this. Yep, okay. I am also yep. the owner of a dog. Talk mm-hmm. us through this next bit of business. All right. Amazing. All right, Amazing. so um, like I said, Team Drogon, Drogon for life. Um, Drogon, Drogon's chilling. He's around. He knows what's up. Um, he sort of surveys the scene, looks at John, is sort of like, do I kill you? No, you're kind of my family also. Let's just go ahead and incinerate that Iron Throne because fuck that. <laughs> and, right? Right. You know, and John's sort of like, oh, it's, it's so much fire, fire, but like, but like not towards me specifically. And, and but he holds he, his ground. He holds his ground. And, you know, that whole thing happens. And, uh, you know, the throne melts, um, which, yeah, again, harkens back to how Daenerys' own brother died. Mm. Right when when oh when... holy crap I didn't even catch uh-huh. that yeah uh-huh. yeah so uh, and then I mean I, I I'm not ashamed to admit I wept a little you know he picks up mom and oh we're they, definitely gonna be talking about crying and, and they go kind of off into the sunset wherever they're going probably yeah back to and and he also has that typical kind of like uh, whether it's a like pet or animal moment where he's nudging uh, her, trying yeah. to figure out, oh, are you are God. you alive? Are you dead? That is what killed me. Yeah. That just oh my God. that really got to me. Yeah. And yeah. here you know, like John just did the right thing. You know it's the right thing. I think Drogon knows it was the right thing, even though it hurts him. And he's he's just hurting for his mom. So yeah. there, there's two ways to think about this. And one is that dragons are are dogs with wings and scales, which is to say they're kind of smart, but they're not like, you know, Lo- human loyal smart. And, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Um, right. And the other way is, is the Dragonlance way, I refer to it as, in that uh, dragons are actually far more intelligent than humans in such a way that they find it difficult to dumb themselves down to properly communicate with humans. Hmm. <laughs> um, so if you go the dog route, then Drogon doesn't know what's going on. And, oh, mom just died. Uh, pointy thing, pointy thing, burn the, sto- the, so- the s- swords into a chair, you know, burn all those down. If he's smart, then either he, A, realized that Danny had gone off the rails and was not going to be good. Or uh, B, that he either wouldn't be able to harm John anyway because of his lineage, his Targaryen lineage, or that it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think he was stupid. I think he knew exactly what was going on. Yeah. He was just sort of like, there's enough respect here where like, I'm not going to kill you, John, but I'm going to. I'm I'm gonna get real close to it. Yeah, I'm still gonna scare you. Yeah, I was actually, and, then, and then I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. I, 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 I was actually hoping to find out that if John was uh, gonna be John the unburnt, like you know, with mm. dragon fire wouldn't wouldn't affect John either, you know. And then hey, oh, can you right, bla- can yeah. you blast Tyrion too just to put that rumor to rest? Let's make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interesting. So yeah, so I, I mean, I, I think the thing that kind of validates the more intelligent theory is the burning of the throne, right? Because either he's burning it because he knows this was the cause of it all. Fuck you, throne. Yeah, yeah. Or like it's over. Or he's just mad, and it's a nearby target, and he can't kill John. I think it was it was very purposeful. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think he knew what he was doing. Yep. I think he was sending a message, and you know he scooped up mom, and that that's well, the end of that. It's not like he yep. he burns or melts the throne and then just flies away. He melts the throne and then looks at John, then picks up Danny, then looks at John again, and then flies off. Right. It, it just you know they've yeah. spent all this time showing all this uh, uh, emotion through the dragon's eyes and through this amazing CG this entire time. I have to go the Dragonlance route that dragons are just insanely intelligent and they know all this stuff innately. Right. Oh, and by the way, holy shit, that was CG. Yeah. 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 Oh, by the way, it was CG. That was, it was amazing. Yeah. Was that not real? Oh, I thought it was a real dragon. <laughs> yeah. It took him, mm-hmm. that's why it took him 10, that's why it took him so long to get the season down. They had to train the real dragon. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, you know, all kidding aside, I mean, it was so sad. I was so sad, you know. Yeah. And the way he sort of like gingerly scoops her up with his foot. His that was beautiful. Oh. It was absolutely beautiful. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. And yeah. it was a very good way since we were no longer really allowed to feel bad for Daenerys because uh, she was, you know, a genocidal maniac. They found a way to make you feel emotion about it in a way that we yep. all understand. Yep. Um, yeah. So that was a good writer move. Uh, okay. So Drogon flies oh, okay. off. Okay. We... One one yes. in the writer column for this episode. <laughs> uh. Um, Drogon flies off. Did we get a fade to black here? Uh, yeah, yeah. Or there gray. Was, I yeah. think we faded to I gray. Being like, actually. Oh my god, is this ending? Oh my god. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, there's short. More. Yeah. Um. So then we get, uh, I believe we come back on Tyrion Lannister in his cell. A little more beard growth. They come and get him. He's like, all right, this is it. I'm getting dead. Uh, they walk him out to the, what was it called? The, 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 the dragon pit or the dragon garden or whatever it was yeah, uh, from something. season seven. I, just, I forget what it's a dragon something. Dragon I don't pit. think yeah. you're right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's the dragon and, pit. Lo and behold, it is not an execution, per se. It is a council. A council of all the remaining fancy lords and ladies of the land. I'm glad you didn't say trial. Shit, holy shit, everybody's here. Oh and my Davos. God. It's, it's all your favorite characters. <laughs> yeah. And, it's almost funny. Where yeah, you're like, I mean, oh, yay, look at all of them. It is good. funny that everybody there is, is basically whoever was good that was left. Um with you know maybe uh, breast milk neutral going to Robin Aaron, um, but, so but for, I mean for the record, Robin Aaron was barely recognizable in this. The actor. Oh, plays I recognize him, him just I fine. didn't. Holy yeah. shit! That's who that was. See, yeah. see, he he's grown so much. Like, uh, yeah, not like Brand who went away, discovered puberty, and came back the same kid with just a uh, slightly no, bigger. No, no, but Brand looked very different too. I it, it's the same. The same thing happened to Robin. That's funny. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't recognize. Well, him it's at hard. All. It's hard to see him without his mom's boob hanging out. So, distinguishing <laughs> <laughs> no features. <laughs> um, okay, so then we have this really a scene that I like to call the talky talkiest talk 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 scene. Um, but it was very good. It was very much like a play. And I would say that my only issue with this scene, I'm not sad they called Tyrion out, but like. They they literally let him run the meeting like the prisoner was running the meeting, which tells you right. that Sarah's correct. He really is the smartest guy in all of what like there's nobody smarter. It's just Tyrion. Like he's the only one that knows what to do. Yeah, everyone's like, wait a second. Let's listen. 
Yeah. Let's listen to the imp and chains. He's pretty smart. Yeah. yeah. Which he is, you know? He like totally he's, is. He's, you know, he's man of man of words. Man of words. So, th- yes. I feel like it reinforced how little control Grey Worm actually has over things, yeah. even though he acts like the military is running things right now. Yeah. And he's just a military commander. He's not a politics dude, and he knows it. And also, there's like a thousand, thousands of Northmen outside the city. So, also, yep. also, just real quick, the Unsullied, great warriors. You know, you know, they mm-hmm. they're they're good at you know um, uh, everything. Synchronized but, stick banging. St- synchronized <laughs> stick banging, exactly. Very good. However, everybody's castrated. Nobody can have kids. Mm-hmm. Unsullied. You know, they're one and done. They're mm-hmm. they can't like keep having a, an army, right? Good point. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, all right, you're like before. really good at this, but I mean, you only have like thirty years, and then you're over. So they posit around a couple of uh, thoughts on how to, you know, run things, and uh, this is the moment that I I know Brian Brushwood called it on Cord Killers a couple of weeks ago. But do, do you guys remember me talking about democracy at all, or did I make that up in a in a sleepy deprived haze? <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't remember that. A sleeping yeah, deprived, a sleep deprived haze describes half of your appearances on the show. Yeah, you're right. Oh. You're right. That's fair. Um, and that's so, how I know you guys are good friends because uh, <laughs> you can talk to each other this way. So we get, um, uh, uh, you know, Samuel Tarley uh, standing up and saying, "But what if we let the people decide?" And oh, but and, wait, oh, wait, wait, oh, wait. Okay, as as the timekeeper here or yes. whatever I am, I have to weigh in first, right? Because the first up was the best, I think, where. Poor idiot Edmir yeah. thinks that he's oh, worthy that stupid ass. of being king. Sansa's like, sit down. And Sansa's like, please sit. No, sit it, it was the line that the internet then made immortal. <laughs> sit down, uncle. <laughs> it was pretty great. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so we get a little stab at democracy, which is greeted with ravenous laughter. No uh, which... one's listening to Samwise Gamgee. Yeah. Totally fine. And uh, then uh, Tyrion has uh, what I would describe as a late night writer's room caffeine fueled monologue in which they're like, what does everybody love the most? Story. And I have to say, this is probably. After he turns the role down himself. Yes. Right? Oh, like, also, yeah. That, that's the first thing because they're like, well, what about you? Oh, nothing. Oh, no. Everybody I... hates me. Right. Actually, okay. that probably would have been good, but so, whatever. This is my one beef. My one beef right here. Okay. And the internet has helped me with this theory. So I must give due credit to the Twitter. Um, <laughs> okay. You've got a young girl who survived Joffrey, who survived uh, Ramsey, who survived like being married off, who survived the predations of Littlefinger. And went on to be a really good ruler of the North. Great story. You've got Arya, who literally became an assassin and saved the world from the undead. Also a great story. Um, And your thing is uh, Bran. Mm -hmm. This is who you chose. Bran, who has a great story of being dragged around on a sled by a woman who disappeared forever and Mm -hmm. then brought back... uh, and now they, they, they have been setting this, us up for this because twice Tyrion has had his little time with Bran to mm-hmm, talk right. privately about the histories and things like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's thin. It's thin. Yeah. I now, don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah. you know, Bran, Bran of all of everybody who, you know, had reasons that they wanted to have that, you know, ha- have that crown, be on that throne. Bran was the only one who was like, I'm not even a human anymore. <laughs> you know, so it's like, it's it's very poetic to me that yeah. it ended up being Bran, you know, where he's like, yeah, I'll take it. Uh, uh, like, where I, I was mean, like, did you want this the whole time, you little motherfucker? Yeah. Uh, well, well, I don't think well, Bran wants. As, as, yeah, I as, don't think he cares. As yeah. Sansa said, um, 
his dick didn't work, so he can't have a he can't have progeny. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Uh, that guy took some heat for all the broken things. That I don't think I don't think the community of I don't think everybody was too happy with the way they they talked about Bran and that. But that's a, a separate aside. So, uh, yeah. and, and his introduction uh, yeah. by Tyrion was Bran the Broken. Yeah, and it, well, as he yeah. said that, you could almost hear Peter Dinklage. Was was like almost like tossing that out there, hoping that someone would catch it, mm-hmm. or at least not slam it back in his face. And mm-hmm. all Brand did was smile, like huh, I guess that's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, you know, so uh, it's really interesting because I, I do get the thing, which is after you've had a period of tumult, what you need is not necessarily an exciting new or different person. I guess the writer's room of Game of Thrones thought what you needed was an emotionless white guy. So I'm into it. Like, I get the philosophy of all the people that were sitting in that semicircle. And, and it seemed at the at the time to really rule out Sansa, which I found infuriating. But we're about to realize why that isn't true. Um so and then Bran has like just the shadiest line in what I think is the whole series finale and Brant Tyrion was like, w- w- "Would you, would you, would you accept it?" And Bran says, "Like the best Brooklyn hipster ever, I wouldn't have come here if I does- wasn't ready to say yes or whatever nonsense it was." <laughs> so, um, why, why you do know, you think I came all this way? Yes, why do you think I came all this way? Which is like, so you let a bunch of children get barbecued because at the end you knew you'd be the king. Well, and the thing. Uh, uh, the thing about Bran is that, <laughs> is that, you know, we know, you know, Three-Eyed Raven, okay, you're a warg, the whole thing, like, you can see the past, and you've been showing us mm-hmm. this for several seasons. Can you see the future? Open Not question. sure. Not he, sure. He at least gets it, glimpses you, you of it. You allude to it, but you don't really, like, make moves to, like, help anybody you just sort of go like hey, yeah i knew that was gonna happen mm-hmm. so right. so it's sort of like like in certain ways i'm like you you were the one true king but i mean you're you kind of suck also mm-hmm. Although, also he yeah. has no freaking soul <laughs> i mean yeah he's not even a human anymore he's a, a three-eyed raven but he's basically yeah. a figurehead and so yeah. you end up with one stark on the throne Right. Uh, and then uh, everybody's like, OK, yeah, I, 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 I. And then Sansa, who is the only smart person in the room who doesn't forget herself, is like, uh, I love you, brother, who's not really my brother anymore, but is also still my brother. But I want what I want. I want the North to be an independent kingdom. And he's like, yeah, OK. Yeah, Sure. Give you give you a crown, girlfriend. How do you think she would have felt about that if she had been named queen? I don't think she'd want to be in King's Landing. I actually really do think she wanted the North, and she wanted the North as her own thing. Like I think they came in there with that plan. Um, to be honest, hmm. so okay. okay. So then the question of what to do with John? Oh no, no, I'm sorry. First new king brand the 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 beloved there has to pick his hand and of course who does he pick the smartest kid in the room who wants it the least and that's Tyrion. Tyrion, but he needs to pay for all the sins that he's done. Yes. So, you know, this is his atonement, but it's not good enough for Grey Worm. No. That is true. And so uh the question becomes well actually the the brand has a pretty good line which uh shows that he actually might be a good leader which is like basically his punishment is having to do this for the rest of his life mm-hmm. um so then of course the question of john snow comes up and we cut to john snow right correct me if i'm wrong yep. in yep. the room yep. he's grown yep. a beard he's all prisoner misery yeah um, worse than usual and then yeah, you get depressed. a mirror yeah, you get a mirror scene. You get this lovely mirrored scene of when John went in to visit Tyrion. Then you get Tyrion going in to visit John and telling him his fate. Uh, and they have another nice conversation. So basically, like 
two thirds of this episode was a play. You know, it was just like a, a play called Game of Thrones, the Iron Throne. Um, and that's fine. But there again, a lot of telling, a lot of explaining, a lot of talking. Um, so then take us through, because I think we're getting into montage territory here, or at least like let's, walking. Let, 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 let's yeah. just forget Brienne. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Doo, Brienne of Tarth. Doo, 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 Knighted Brienne. Writing some history now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 but just before we, we get, before we get there... <laughs> Like all the endings start. This is j- this is like Lord of the Thrones, right? <laughs> the seventeen all endings the, of Gate of Lord of the Yet. endings start as soon as John learns that he needs to leave. He yep. needs to go to ba- back to the Night's Watch, which he's like, wait, they still exist. And he's not right, going they, back to the Night's Watch. He's just going to chill with the wild Yeah, ones. well, whatever. That's what but, he, like, he's like, I'm out of here. I'm going mm-hmm. to the north where mm-hmm. I belong exactly. in the first place. Exactly. So, so, and so begin the endings. Yes. All, just like with Lord of the Rings, where they each have their own kind of uh, camera moves and cinematography to suggest that each one in and of itself could have been the closing scene. Mm-hmm. We're walking, we're walking. Well, and like, right. and it and it kept sort of fading to black. Where I was like, oh my god, right, that's it, right. Oh my god, just are they going like to roll the credits? Lord of the Rings kind of yeah. kept going. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And so the first of those, before we even get to Brienne, by the way, that's my favorite scene. But we'll get there. The first of those is where John says all his goodbyes to his mm-hmm. family. Yep. And he says goodbye to Sansa. And what are you going to do? I'm going to go rule the North, and you'll you'll make a wonderful queen. And <laughs> says goodbye to Arya. What are you going to do? Uh, come visit me. No, no, no. I'm not going north. I am going to go explore the world. What's west of Westeros? That's where I'm going to go. Delos. Delos is west of Westeros. <gasps> I'm just telling you. So anyway. She is going to go explore the world. I, I, I love this scene because it's Arya talking to John. What's west of Westeros? And they're like, I, I don't know. She goes, well, I'm going to go find out. Right. Meanwhile, Bran is in the background <laughs> looking at her. Yeah. Like, you're not going to ask the brother that knows all the things? <laughs> no. I can literally Arya, be in any part of the planet. She wouldn't be an cool. explorer. Come on. Are, are, so, are there, are there then, no weirwoods in Normerica? Um, so (laughs) okay and then he has to say goodbye to bran so he kneels before bran who of course has no emotion Mm -hmm. and says the same old line that he said to everyone a lot of repetitive stuff in this season a lot of repetitive stuff oh my god yeah it's really strange in a way but anyway um so then you do get brienne who is now a, a gold cloak very exciting. She's probably the head, right? She's the chief of the gold cloaks. Yep. Uh, she's following the line of Sir Barristan Selmy and her pal Jamie Lannister, and she gets to write the book on Jamie. And I actually like. I, I didn't mind this. I, I kept waiting for. I didn't her. either. Yeah, even though he fucked her over so mm-hmm. bad. Like mm-hmm. Brienne is a woman of uh, of honor. Mm-hmm. And she uh, she felt that Jamie was honorable as well, you know, despite his myriad of issues, mm-hmm. uh, which we don't even have to get into. But like she she was like, all right, well, that didn't work out. But uh, he, you know, his story should be written and I'm going to write it. She corrected the record. Yeah. Just like yep. Frodo and Bilbo. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So okay, so we gotta we gotta speed along here for a second. Could, but could, but but can I, 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 I gotta say, I love the scene. Yeah. This is probably my favorite scene from the entire episode. Fair, it is really Bri- Brienne Redding. Yeah, because she's conflicted. This is killing her, but she knows it's the right thing to do. Yeah, and her final line where she says that he died protecting his queen. It's it's, it's true. And, well, it's, it, it, it's also the perfect yes. balance because previously the last line was thereafter known as the Kingslayer. So then her last line about him is died protecting his queen. Exactly. So it balances yeah. the whole thing out and shows that he's not, he wasn't just a, a 
It's very tragic. The whole thing Mm -hmm. is very tragic. It is. It completely is. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Yep. Okay. Okay. So, So, hey, we have a new council. Yes. And this is my favorite scene of this whole thing, which is just like uh, all of a sudden it's the West Wing. Um, and it, it, Tyrion shows up. He straightens the chairs. He's clearly a new man because he cares about things like that. Um, then plus in, love that uh, I did too. Like he's fully grown from the guy we saw drunk and in a whorehouse in Winterfell or outside in Mole, wherever that town was in the first episode. Look at how far he's come. And then in walks the small council, which is uh, Brienne. Davos, uh, Davos, who, by the way, is the human equivalent of Grumpy Cat. Yep, <laughs> just fantastic for sure. But yeah, also like, smart no guy. No one's ever been as grumpy as Davos. And, uh, and, but smart guy. And by the way, little we, Maester Sam. This is the last episode. Sam. The last episode in Davos, never wrong. Yep, Davos never wrong. Uh, so uh, we've got Sam who's wearing maester chains. Is he an archmaester or a, a, a beginner maester? I couldn't tell. Well, he's only got one link that I saw on his chain. So he's only gone through one lesson. Because yeah. the chains are, are trophies of the lessons they've, they've graduated. And he's only got one link on his chain. The rest of it's basically like a, 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 a little tiny chain just holding that one link on. More like a... a a medal than a than the actual chain. You've been through some school. Yeah, yeah. He's he's got his associates in in uh, maesterhood. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> then you get, of course, the surprise reveal of Bronn, master of coin, lord of Highgarden, get receiver of everything he ever wanted, but all he really wants is a good brothel. Oh yeah, yeah. Gotta love and it. people were a little bit out of shape about this. Um, at, at least pe- people that I follow like, on Twitter. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, it was like, are they really going to end the series with a, you know, the, you're talk, you know, some sort of one liner about brothels? Or I'm like, yeah. Have you have you been watching the show for yeah. the last ten it, years? Like, dude, that's. I think it's kind of perfect, right? Because we have the small council I, I kind of quarreling by it. over it's their respective Bron. interests that's, uh, that Bron, are Bron all personal. Consistently, like that. Yeah, Bron did, and it's Bron. Right. It was absolutely Bron. It was absolutely Bron. But before we leave Sam, you left Sam, and you forgot to mention how Br- Sam broke the fourth wall. Yeah. He presents yes, he, he presents the book A Song of Ice and Fire. And that was like at that point I was sort of like, Oh my god, what's happening? Like is someone gonna really? be like, Hey, really? I just woke up from a dream. Really? And it was is like this so inception? weird. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I I got a little scared at that moment where I was like, What are we doing? What are we doing? But I I don't know. I mean I what I I've seen the episode like three times since <laughs> you know it, it it ended and like by the third one I was like all right, I got you. It's a little, you know, a little nod to George R. R. But, uh, but Who, somewhat odd. Did, did, I, be, I believe did, the nod was finish the book. <laughs> the nod was like, oh, thank, you, thank you so much for all this money. Uh, uh, did, did you catch who he said wrote it? Because he didn't say that he was writing it. He was just bringing it. But someone else was writing, had written it. Oh uh, no, I, I didn't. I didn't catch that. And I, I'm sure there's going to be an Easter egg, but I I forgot to go back and look check for it. So. Um, okay, so, uh, then we get the series of long walks, the three long walks of the Starks, and, uh, this is really fascinating because three out of four Starks become kings or queens, if you think about it. Uh, Bran the, uh, broken, broken. I guess, fine. Bran the broken uh, slash the king. king. We don't see him yeah. in this because... Uh, they apparently excluded people who couldn't walk from the walking montage, which I think other people had things to say about. Uh, mm-hmm. You get Arya on a ship headed west of Westeros. Uh, Looking to, like she's having the best day of her life. Best day of her life. Like, she's just so happy and good for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get um, uh, Sansa just in her fabulous, amazing, like, healing her from the wedding beautiful dress with the weirwood leaves woven in the embroidery uh mm-hmm. being crowned queen in the north which was just great so that's three and then you've got one john snow 
who to me it seemed pretty clear was going to be king beyond the wall. Um, I, you know, I, I, I don't know if we want to reveal this but later on, but, uh, you know, John is, John's going north, um, and, uh, Tormund, one of my favorite characters mm-hmm. in the entire series, you know, where I was like, oh man, is that goodbye? Um, a couple episodes ago, I was bummed out about it mm-hmm. and I was very upset about the unceremonious uh, goodbye to Ghost. Um, I I wanted this so bad and I didn't think it was going to happen. Um, but the fact that John, John murdered Danny. Right. Yeah. Like, yes, he's he's our hero. He he was, you know, the protagonist this entire time. But like, he's got to go. I mean, the Unsullied are going to kill him. Like he's he has to like he's he's now banished. He's got to right? disappear. Right. Put yeah, a wall you got to You got to go and you got to go where you know you're you know, you're welcomed and where you they are, feel the most comfortable. And your dire wolf is there. Ooh. I know. I know. I thought this why was a great they do a dragon. Like, why could they do a dragon so good, but not a direwolf? What was it about <laughs> yeah. a direwolf that made? Yeah, they are never very good, and that frustrated me <laughs> yeah. so badly. But this was one of the better ones, I thought. Yeah, right. Well, so so with we we I'll, I can say that for after. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So okay. Um, does anyone have why? to take a ship out of here and disappear? And would anyone who has to take a ship out of here and disappear like to give their final thoughts before they have to disappear? Or are we all okay? Um, Sarah, uh, any second now, um, my doorbell is going to ring because my dog walker <laughs> is going to come back with my dire wolf and it's going to be a whole thing. Um, in fact, I think he is here. Um, but um, I, you know, my wrap up, if yes, if that's okay. Yes. Um, is it? I first of all, I mean, this was. I had a conversation with somebody earlier today where I'm like, what's the best series in the entire world? I still think it's The Sopranos, but Game of Thrones is my absolute, like, close second. Um, uh, the, the show gave me so much joy over the last eight years. Um, and yeah, there were certain episodes that m- maybe touched me or uh, infuriated me more than others, but honestly, I think they deserve, a, you know, a hearty applause and... I I am happy with the way it ended. Honestly, I am. I you know I there are people who died that I wish didn't, but mm-hmm. I think it ended the way it was supposed to end, and and I am at peace with it. Fantastic, <laughs> Saraline. Where can we find you in the world? Uh, well, west of Westeros, uh, besides West of Westeros. Yeah, kind of everywhere. Uh, Saraline. Um, is my handle everywhere. Um, I do daily tech news show. Uh, Amos knows all about it. Um, but, uh, but that's uh, the tech show that I, uh, co-host and produce five days a week. Um, and a variety of other stuff, but yeah, anywhere you want to look me up, Sarah Lane, Sarah Lane.com even. Fantastic. Right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. We're going to continue thanks, to guys. nerd out for a little bit, but go hug your dire wolf. Um, Aww, I'm sure it will be more you. realistic. It was and really fun to hang, and yeah. it's so nice to meet y'all. Yeah. Um, all right. So, um, and, and, uh, and on uh, that, I'm just going to say, have such a good evening, Sarah Lane. Oh, <laughs> have such a good evening as well, Ethan. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, we will wrap up ourselves uh, now that we've bid farewell to the first uh, to go. Um, gentlemen, uh, final thoughts on the series finale of Game of Thrones. Uh, Sir Anthony? What I was saving for later due to time with Sarah, um, it's once you start getting to good-looking animals that we are familiar with, you hit Uncanny Valley, and you have to stop before that because otherwise it completely takes you out of the experience. With dragons, giant spiders, or uh, hmm. fairies and trolls, they don't exist in the real world, so they're easy to convince you of what they're supposed to look like as opposed to what you already know they're supposed to look like. So that's why they could never get the, the dogs right, but the dragons are amazing. Um, as far as the episode itself... I, like Sarah, am completely at peace with it. I think it ended precisely how it should have ended. Uh, and I'm I'm really, really happy that Arya didn't die. Tyrion didn't die. I thought Jon was going to die. He didn't. 
I'm kind of glad Danny died. Like all the things are in place for me to be a happy camper for the overall season and where it ranks on my list. Um, I would say second after Firefly Ooh. and just ahead of friends for finale or series. series. Wow. All right. Uh, Sir Richard. Hmm. Well, I'm glad you're going after me because I am far less positive about this. Although some of the things that Anthony just said kind of made me think about more of the positive stuff, right? Like I love that the people who died, died in this episode and the people who didn't, didn't. I think that was a surprise that I enjoyed. I like that we are left with a plate full of honorable people. Mm. And I certainly did not expect that. So that is a good thing. Yeah. I, I felt like Bran on the throne was a cop out. Mm -hmm. I think they could have done better than that. It would have been more complicated, but it would have taken more time. Mm -hmm. So I understand, but I didn't really like it. And again, you talk about him not being in that final montage. I don't think it's because he couldn't walk. I think it's because nobody cared. Mm-hmm. His story going forward wasn't important. We knew where he was going to be. He barely participated in the meeting with his council. That's true. He was like, I'm going to go find a dragon. Right. Also, right. also Sir Podrick, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Forgot about that. Pretty awesome. So, like, the, the, the fact that you have the small council with all of these people that we have now come to know and care about in different ways, I think was really cool. The fact that Tyrion is now in a position of power, even though he's not king, he probably technically wields more mm-hmm. power than... The king. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yep. Um, so for my wrap up, I just loved it. Uh, I, I My brand was my one thing where I was like, I understand this, I guess, but I, I think it could have been different. Like I would have liked to have seen Sansa rule the whole kingdom from Winterfell, but that probably would have been too much for people. Um, and I, I was deeply satisfied by this. I felt like it ended as it should have. I think the Daenerys heel turn is a, like a red mark on the show. Like it, it's just missing two episodes, but um, overall I think it was a wonderful series. I think it's a rewatchable series like we did. Um, and like I might do again someday. And uh, I was really excited to share it with all of you. I mean, that was the most fun of this show was getting to watch it with purpose so that even when I was huh, watching it alone in a room, by myself, sneaking away from my familial duties for like two hours. I knew I wasn't <laughs> alone because I had my Let's Talk About Thrones familia. So thanks, guys. Um, I'm sure we'll get into a little bit more next week when we do our our uh, uh, feedback wrap up. And maybe Richard will have a maybe all three of us will have a little time away and we can kind of redigest it a little bit. But um as this is our 40th episode, we have covered now 73 episodes of Game of Thrones together over the last almost two years. I wasn't sure we'd be able to hang out and do all this, and I'm so glad we <laughs> made it through. I'm so glad I have two very patient co-hosts to allow me to produce on my own schedule, and we have very patient uh, listeners that allowed me to do the same. Um yeah, overall, I think it was great, and I thank you guys for hanging out with me and doing this. This has been amazing. Richard's like, I eh. feel like, yeah, no, 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 no. I I feel like the best part of this was doing this with you guys. Yeah. Like, Anthony and I have wanted to be able to do something together for a long time, yep. and I couldn't figure out, neither one of us could really figure out how to make it work. And, Jenny, getting you involved in this, to me, was so awesome because you and I kind of knew each other peripherally. Yep. And this is where we actually got an opportunity to get to know each other better. And it, it's been fantastic and wonderful. And everything that came of this, I think, is well worth it. I don't have any regrets for watching the show. I totally enjoyed it. But it, I mean, I mentioned this last week after you were gone. 
It doesn't rank in my top ten, mm. but I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It just means you see way better TV than I have, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to save the rest of our deep dive of the whole season. Uh, for next week but uh, from all of us to all of you thank you for watching thank you for listening thank you for enjoying uh, and uh, uh, Sir Anthony where can people find you uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ethan Kane E-T-H-A-N-C-A-I-N-E and real quick thank you to Stephen Laundry and Mike for your feedback this week oh uh, Sir Richard you can also find me on Twitter at Richard Gunther. And fair warning, I am a big lighting geek. Yeah, what What does that mean? Well, you'll find out this week because I am going to a lighting industry conference. Ooh. And I guarantee you I'm going to be tweeting a lot from there. Fantastic. I- Turn it up. Um, and I'm Jenny J, J-E-N-N-I-E-J 23 on Twitter. And uh, from all of us to all of you... Here's 17 more endings to the end of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Let's talk about Thrones at Gmail.com. Because I'm a sassy, loudmouth. I think is the way to go. All right, let's go. Let's do this. Everybody rolling? Yes. Roll. Am I rolling? <laughs> I mean, that's key, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm <laughs> All right, let's do this. Sorry. <laughs>